You're listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts, Season 5, Episode 2, titled Crossing Unions Part 1. Bill, it's time to get mobile, and it's time to learn about the Kingdom Hearts game, or one of them at this point, that is on a mobile phone. Yeah, this is uh, very interesting, and it it definitely shows in the video that I watched of this being a mobile game. Yeah. Now, obviously, the first one, technically, I guess, the first mobile game would have been the original coded before we got the recoded movie. But mm-hmm. this one, I mentioned before to you, Bill, this game lasted a long time, this mobile game. They would release new updates, and let's face it, one of the purposes of a mobile game usually is to, you know, do things and have techniques that make sure you keep it on your phone, that you don't delete it. So I think that was the strategy here, because it actually ended after Kingdom Hearts 3 came out. So we're not going to do all of it in this season, probably, but this is a good time to start. And we are under the old format. Bill watched a half hour of the uh, the movie from Everglow. That will be our person that we're going by, who has a great explanation in his video. I figured that would kind of help you out as well. Yeah, and, and I'm and I'm glad you brought that up because that's what starts the video. And Everglow gives a very detailed history of this game from how it was a mobile game but it was also a pc game at one point mm-hmm. uh, I, I think in japan yes. it was so uh shout out to everglow did a wonderful explanation helped me out tremendously mm-hmm. uh with, with with the beginning of this so after we're explained what happened or you know how this game game came about correct uh we see our main character who does not have a name yet well we well we're gonna call them it's it's the player character just like if you were to play on the mobile game it's you it's whoever is so i guess at this point we can either call it uh everglow or we could call it player i on my notes have called the character, the player character. So if you hear me mention player, that's who I'm referring to, the main character of this game. For a little while, I was calling him Jim Bob just to have some <laughs> fun. But what, once I saw Everglow, I was like, all right, just to help just to help me and Jim, it'll be Everglow for this. I mean, it could even, like I said, um, it could be player. In fact, there's a lot of people that describe... That's how they describe it, because, again, it's a customizable player. It's not an actual name of somebody. It's not one of these games where you can put your name, but it still, you know, references the other name that you have, which is the in-game name. So, anyway, so we start off with player meeting Chirithi. Yeah, um... So this is after our player gets the the Keyblade and meets Cherithy. And we actually see how a Cherithy is made. And 
it, I, it was kind of weird at first because it was like, why is he in one of those like science tubes? You know, right. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like yeah. the liquid. Well, we also saw it in in back cover. Remember, we saw the True. truth in that there. So, but no, but basically, you know, it's what we were told from the previous episode of like how it it's kind of just follows you and it also it, it, i think it's like it eats your dreams no well it's that- it's a companion and i mean we'll get more into in fact i think as early as the next episode we're gonna get more into uh dream eaters then so yeah. I, in fact that's what as i was watching this i was like ah maybe i should have done kingdom hearts 3d before the first part before I did this one, like, ugh, whatever. He'll learn about Dream Eaters eventually. Yeah, I would. I will eventually. <laughs> so, what's kind of interesting is there's a community of Chirithis. So, it's like, you're a Chirithi, you're a Chirithi, you're a Chirithi. And they're all named Chirithi. Right. So, that saves us a lot of time. They're all, they're all connected to one person. Like, if me and you mm-hmm. lived in this town, we would each have... Our own charity. So there's a point early in the in the video where Everglow wakes up, and his charity is asking, like, "Did you have a dream? Did something happen?" And it seems like he was gonna say yes, or he did say yes, he did. And he explain, you know, he was trying to explain what it was, but he couldn't quite remember mm-hmm. the dream. So his charity's like, okay, what, well, you know, just just go back to bed. So from then on, you you do get charity every once in a while. Um, there's a part that. I was kind of intrigued about was when our main character is with the other group of Keyblade wielders mm-hmm. and how they mentioned that there's a new form of the Heartless, but it's worse, badder than before. So it, it's kind of like, oh, I wonder, you know, how it could be as bad or as dangerous, more dangerous than the others were. Right. And, and and we don't develop on that, you know, too much in this 30 minutes, but that's okay because that's not really the focus of this story. Cause we're still in the story of trying to figure out, who you know is the one that had the nightmare, mm-hmm. or you know who's on the dark, the dark side, the darkness. I also want to mention that towards the beginning, the player character talks to Chirithi, and Chirithi gives the player a power bangle. And mm-hmm. the the thing that makes it interesting is as they're talking, and then their conversation ends, another Chirithi comes by and says, "Huh." And then the scene just ends, which was very strange. Um, like you mentioned, we also get the 
Chirithi and the Apprentice backstory again, which we kind of knew because of the last episode, because of backstory. Yes. Or back cover, sorry. Um, and then we've seen, we do see a um, uh, a scene where Chirithi meets Chirithi, where they talk at least, and it's mm-hmm. like by, by, a, by a water fountain or something like that. And yeah. Like a waterway, not a water fountain. The water fountain's later in the half hour. And they just talk about how they're connected to their wielders, which I mentioned. And then, yeah, they talk about the dream. Um, and it, I will say this. I don't remember it being as clunky as it was when it comes to jumping through time periods. Because at one point, very early, and this is all before, I think, one of the dreams, or maybe I'm mistaken. Um, all of a sudden, you see the player looking very sad and disappointed, and it's like hinted that he's not meeting someone. I'm like, God, this is. I know what this is, but I haven't seen any indication that we're behind. Like, it was a little, a little, um, a little confusing to me. Bill, did you? Right. Do you want to talk about how Chirithi watches casually as Chirithi dies? Yeah, I mean, this <laughs> Chirithi is just floating, and the other one is just sad and depressed, and it, poof. Well, no, my, fa- my favorite is it's the one Chirithi that that's, looks like he's dying is like, says, uh, my real... Uh, he says something like, my wielder is full into darkness. And the archer, he's just like, oh, <laughs> that's it. It's so, he's so mm. casual about it. And so I yeah. guess when they go to darkness and they lose their, um, their link with the Keyblade wielder, and I guess they just die. That's what I'm getting from this. Yeah, that's kind of what I got as well. Uh, the player, this okay, charity, this charity did not fight to save the other charity. No, so well, <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, you're dead. Okay, let's go to the next one. You know? Yeah. Now, when, when, remind me when they talk about the dream. That was when, is it when the other charity's in the room, or is he outside the, the window? The other charity is outside the window. Outside the window. Okay. And they. And they kind of get into, like, this mini-argument. Mm-hmm. And I think at one point, the Chirithi outside's like, I don't like you. <laughs> it was it was so weird. But, um, so, Everglow, the player, uh, he meets another person who's in a different union. Yes. And this person's name is Ephemer. I, yep. I hope I said that. That's correct. Okay, Yay! <laughs> so, you know, they they get along, like, real quickly, and and the player tells Ephemer a little bit about the dream that he had. And they end up going into the clock tower in Daybreak Town. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, we could go forward, we could move on, you know, if we want to. But they decide not to. They, they decide to wait until the next day to do it. 
Right. Ephraim says, we'll meet you at the fountain the, yeah. the next day to go do this. Also, Ephemer says something very interesting that kind of shapes the rest of this game. Not not a major storyline-wise, but but somewhat is Ephemer kind of explains that the worlds are kind of not real. He yeah, says, that one was kind of weird. So he's saying that the Book of Prophecies contain worlds that don't exist yet. So, Mm -hmm. and because they, or or something like that, or the data or something. And this is the stuff that always kind of confused me with Union Cross in general. And and will get even more confusing to me in Dream Drop Distance, uh, which I'm hoping I can maybe get a better understanding. Because I would argue with you, Bill, that Dream Drop Distance, the Nintendo 3DS game, uh, which was originally on... I would argue is the most confusing Kingdom Hearts game. And we'll get into a discussion when that comes around, obviously. But mm-hmm. so the worlds aren't real and by and, and really you've seen you, you saw during the video that Everglow, the actual person, whoever runs this, the account, um Right. They put, like, oh, during this time, the player goes to Agrabah and Wonderland and then meets up with someone afterwards. Mm. There's a good reason for this. As someone that did play the mobile game for a decent amount of time, those missions could simply be things that we have seen before. Like, oh, quick, get to quick, get to the Queen's Courtyard for the trial for Alice, and that would be one whole update. And so, like yeah. something like that would be one episode update of like do these six missions, and then you wouldn't get another update till whenever. Like there was never scheduled updates for this game. Mm-hmm. It was a very very strange game. Where I think at one point I think it's fair to say that some Kingdom Hearts fans, my or at least I thought I was like, is there ever going to be an end to this game? Yeah. Because nothing's indicating this at all. And like again, we thought I, I thought it was very strange that Kingdom Hearts 3 was released and this game was still going on in, in mobile game updates. Anyway, go ahead. Continue. And, where, where and you, you said, there. real yeah. quick, yeah. you said this game took three years to like be completely done, like it, from beginning to end. It might have taken more than three years, to be honest with you. Uh you know what? Next time we do our next Union Cross episode, I'll see if I can do some some research on that. Okay. Um, but so, I, I actually think it wouldn't surprise me if they said like five to six years, actually. Yeah. So, Ephemer meets up with Ava, and, and we saw that scene in the last episode. So, uh, it kind of takes, you know, it kind of helps us get through this a little bit. Yeah. Um, but we find out that the arguments have been going on inside the tower with the five leaders right. of the units. And the player decides to go into the tower. And there's Ava, and she tells him about... You know, we're having these 
you know, meetings and we're trying to figure this out and it hasn't really um, gone anywhere. So, and then she tells, and then she tells um, the player that this is private stuff. You're not supposed to know. And, And this place is private too. No one is allowed in here except us, the, the leaders of the unions. And then she pulls out, I, I guess it would be her keyblades, but yeah. I'm not really so uh, so certain. Mm-hmm. And that's where the half hour ends. Right. Now, it was also revealed at some point here that Ephemer did not show up to the fountain meeting. Right. And that's, which is weird, because that's what I said before, in that very early, you see the player character disappointed or sad about something, and it turns out it's because Ephemer didn't show up to the meeting. Um, again, mm-hmm. another weird, like, okay, that was going to happen eventually, but you jumped the gun before you even introduced Ephemer. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they... And then I think the only thing that you really missed, if, which wasn't much, was... Ephemer apologizes to the player in his dream, apparently. Right. He has a dream, and Ephemer says he's sorry, which then leads him to go to the tower, which Chirithi doesn't want the player to go to the tower. And, you know, at this point, we're, we're set as far as the basis of the story. Now, we don't, you know, if you've only played the mobile game, which a lot of people did for a while until you know that collection came out you didn't mm-hmm. really know what the what's going on in the tower but bill yeah. since we watched that one movie we do know what's going on in the tower there there's mm-hmm. a traitor and everyone's not trusting each other they're trying to figure out who it is and i mean i know that this is going to be hard bill but what do you have any predictions or theories for this one? Well, I think it's safe to say we're not going to know who the traitor is for a while. I I feel almost certain about that. Okay. Um, I still don't know who it could be. Like, I've tried to figure it out in my head. I, I just don't know. But now you I don't know. You do understand, though, why I said to you in the last episode that both this one, this, you know, first half hour and the back cover story kind of go hand in hand. They do. Because you get introduced to all these new characters and you have the the fountain, specifically the fountain scene uh, is the one that actually is played on both of them. Mm-hmm. We, we saw that in the actual... We saw Ephemer in movie form, and now we see Ephemer in mobile... There's a there's a name for this art style, but the name escapes me. Um, right, and, I, and I've seen that style, too. I can't think of it, but, I, I mean, like, I, I, I'm sure I've seen it, like, when I worked with kids or with my nephews at some point. It's just a weird, like... I don't know if it's, like only for mobile devices or if it can be done like on a computer or right. a movie you know it's a weird weird animation I think, style I, I don't know why this name's popping into my head and maybe it's wrong um 
Chibi, C-H-I-B-I. I'll th- I might look into that, too, mm. for the next episode, if that's the kind of art style this right. is. But, like I said, there's we got a lot more Union Cross. Um, but, Bill, like I mentioned, shorter episode, just getting our feet wet in Union Cross. Next episode, we start uh, Dream Drop Distance, and that will be a one-hour watch-along. We're going to do those in an okay. hour. Um do you have any predictions for Dream Drop Distance based on the name? Well, there's going to be a dream. It's going to drop, and that's going to have some distance. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill, why don't you tell people where, where people can find you? All right. You can find me on Twitter at House of Bill and find me on Instagram, Mr. Billiam85. And as for me, it's That's Podcasting on Instagram and Twitter, that's podcasting.com. And we'll catch you next time for some more Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts. <laughs>